Yesterday I had a look through the recent content on BNT, the articles by McEwen, Wood, the historical catch reports, exceptional catches in fish, and the more recent articles, tips and tricks stuff, etc., and what struck me, apart from the quality of the writing, is the amount of experience and knowledge imparted so willingly. Also the fact that until reproduced by bitter and twisted most of the stuff was already forgotten, lost to history and to the next generation of Lomond anglers, if there is one. Many of the articles reproduced are now long defunct, except for those from Trout and Salmon magazine which is still alive, but barely, and entering another reincarnation merged with Trout Fishing Mag, but for how long who knows in this age of the internet, and declining print media. The Old Rod and Line, Scottish Angling News, Country Sports and numerous other game fishing magazines which briefly flitted across our horizons years ago are now all just memories. Who holds the records, the original printed matter, the copyright, of these lost publications and if the answer is no one, as I expect it is, unless something like B&T preserves what's there for history and as a record of what passed before, then it's all lost. Although many will have read the old stuff when it first came out years ago, few will have kept them safe for 50 years or so, as in the case of some angling reports I have. I'm fairly certain that my record of Lomond writings, reports, remembrances, and facts of interest that I have, while not exclusive, is unique and unmatched as a history of the development of Lomond angling and the Yaya. Without them who can remember with certainty what the fishing was really like in July 1995, or in June 1999 or in March 1985 for that matter. From my first encounters with Lomond and the Yaya I was fascinated and kept everything I came across relating to the subject. This covers the period from the early 1980s until now and I'm even amazed myself at the amount of documented evidence of catches, fishing conditions, well-known personalities and notable fish that's amassed over the years mostly by accident and without consciously intending anything but for my own personal interest. I bought T&S every month for years, who didn't, together with every other game fishing publication and kept them in stacks in a cupboard in my room. Moving out of my parents' home, as all of us eventually do, there was no space for thousands of back issues and I reluctantly binned all of them, but not before I'd searched through them and cut out anything I found relating to Lomond. And what's now being posted on BNT is the results from that call which is at last seeing the light of day long after everyone has forgotten just how prolific and unique the Lomond system was pre-salmon farming, goosenders, mergansers and bloody beavers. Putting it up on BNT effectively creates an, until now, missing historical archive of the Lomond system through the writings of various notable personalities and a dated and verified record of catches through monthly reports over a period of nearly 50 years. It was in fact what the original Yaya site was designed to be, with the articles, tips and tricks section running alongside the reports section acting as a publicity feature. But since 2011 the official site has degenerated into a once-a-month dictatorial edict with no articles, minimal publicity and a limited readership. Just judge the content from there in the last three months against that of BNT. I intend to continue this format until lockdown ends. There is little point in continuing my dispute with the committee while there's no fishing allowed anyway. But as soon as lockdown stops so will the new BNT. I'll return to the dispute and to doing what's necessary to resolve that issue before continuing with any more archive, tips or historical articles. But as a reminder of why B&T exists a quick repost of two pivotal posts outlining the committee fraud that resulted in my 10-year ban.